The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. I mean, the dangers we that we it. encountered <laughs> and what we survived. I feel like, I feel like at some point they're going to write a movie about what Portland went I through. I know, I know. It's going to be uh, you know, an amazing, epic journey. Yeah, I did for a brief minute have it in my head because because of the grocery store rushing. Yeah, because of all that, I was like, okay, maybe this is the time where I get to go in my survivor mode. You know, survive in my basement. Were you one of the annoying hoarder people? No, I was going to. Um, but I was too lazy to wait in line, so I just ordered pizza instead. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how I survived. Yeah, that's all right. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Thanks to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on that Amazon link right there at the what top a of the page link. when you're making your Amazon purchases, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, we don't care we don't care what you're buying on amazon just um you know you can keep just that like you're yourself. buying just by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that amazon yeah link. just click on our link first it, it absolutely does help us yeah yeah so that's uh, other than that that's about it uh, that's all we care about well we have a lot to talk about today because we need to discuss what we actually did do on friday uh, hanging out with our buddies the sklar brothers and we'll get into that here in a minute um but first we need to First, we need to this, address on this national news that's yes, been happening. Yes, the travesty that affected Portland. So here's here's two: the city of Portland, Oregon, in particular. I mean, the whole Northwest was under this warning, and there are areas that did actually get snow and ice. No, and most there's, areas. There's did. legit, yeah, yeah weather that happened. Um, but inside the city of Portland, we w- were warned basically for like a week that there was going to be an epic snowstorm coming here where we would have gotten up to maybe 14 inches is what they said by tomorrow is what we're in report I oh saw. yeah we're supposed to be swimming in it right now yeah and if you don't know this city like a quarter inch can shut the entire city down because nobody knows how to drive in snow um, that'll shut it down ice is a legitimate concern that ice actually is really dangerous yes. here because yes. it's very hilly because and it is very rainy in portland so usually yeah. when it snows chances are you get like a little layer cake of ice and snow and ice yeah. and snow like and, and that is bad it, that is no matter what kind of vehicle that can be pretty difficult to drive in and it's, it's a little bit dangerous that's not even what we were talking about getting we were just talking about some snow and the mass transit in the city is very good all that but anyway the hype machine happened and they they ran it up to where on Friday, there was a run on grocery stores. So it was supposed to come sh- show up Friday night. A run on grocery stores where lines were like an hour, hour and a half long in certain places. Oh, yeah. They were stripping the shelves of food. I went to Fred Meyer on uh, Friday evening, and it was just pandemonium. Like there were just, even the self-checkout lines were like, you know, 30, 40 people long. It was bizarre. Yeah. I'd never seen it like that. Yeah. Uh, Keelan in our live chat said the grocer at my local Safeway said they were projected to do 74k in business last Friday. They did 170k of business that day. We talked to another guy who also works at a, at a Safeway, a Safeway or Fred Meyer, but it was like the same thing. It was like a hundred thousand dollars of extra business that happened. Oh yeah, because of. Uh, because of this run, this well, rush people where wanting people, to be prepared. I get being prepared, but I'm I trying mean, to, I, it, it's ridiculous. You know, I, I mean, how much food do you need to buy to get through this thing? I don't know. That's what started to make me feel like less of an adult because I'm like, what are all these people? Like, I don't even know how to buy that many groceries, let alone like you know, like 
shopping carts full of them and like what to do with all of them. And it isn't even people with just families. It's like individual people are like, oh, I've got to stock up for the thing. I'm like, what are you stuck? What are you stocking up on? Well, and I admit. I was going to stop by a store on the way home from work on Friday because I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'll just run by like Trader Joe's and get some frozen stuff because I was kind of saying like, well, whatever's going to go on this weekend, that's it. Um, not that I was at any point ever worried about getting food. I mean, somebody is going to be out there with a vehicle that can drive in this. Yeah. And we live in a city. We, we live drive. in a city Look, like you can sorry. find food with, on foot. Yeah. It's I, not like we're in the middle of the woods or I something. get it. And I get it if you are in the middle of the woods. Sure. Yeah. But we're not. We are not in the middle of the woods. And... Just the the pandemonium that happened was just hilarious. It was fascinating. Yeah. I mean, because it really is. And I know the same thing happened, and they did actually get snow there, but in Seattle, the yeah. same thing happened. And they they still do have quite a bit of snow, but I mean... Seattle did, yeah. They, they got the snow even more than I think what we were projected. So they actually did get some. Uh, but following, though, Seattle is the same as here. Just freak out about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the same. Nobody knows how to handle it. Just like, ah! everybody from the And then the people who mountain- do know how to handle it get defensive. Because they're like, well, I know how to drive in the snow. And then other people are like, well, I don't know how to drive. It's like, you don't need to argue. Like, if you don't know how to drive in the snow, just don't drive in it. If you Good, do, yeah. do it. Yep. That's fine. If you exactly. want to get food, that's fine. You you stock up on your stuff. We're going to make fun of you. Yeah. Because you're, yeah. you're acting a little well, silly. The, the shelves were empty. Yeah. Like There's empty shelves. People were taking pictures. There was like food thrown into the aisles on the ground. Like how rude is that? Like, all these people are like going through all the stuff and like throwing it on the aisles and just abandoning it. I mean, this is a small – well, there's a couple of things here because I want to talk about what this just gave us a little taste of. Um, there, I do want to call out this one Twitter account. And this is when I'm talking about the Seattle thing. This guy, and I have no idea who this guy is, but his his tweet, his line of tweets got reposted at one point. His name's Daniel Silvermint, D. Silvermint. Um, it is one of the funniest continuous Twitter threads, you know, showing uh, like mockingly giving a rundown on what's happening in Seattle as people find out about it. That's pretty great. Now you just started off like I've never witnessed anything quite like Seattle grocery stores when locals are preparing to brave four to five inches of snow. <laughs> Like, people are buying gardening shovels and droves, antique stationary sets in case email servers go down. It just goes on and on. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. I am kind of disappointed, though, because I was actually prepared. Like, I had, I went through all my stuff. I found my snow pants. Well, I, found- I mean, that's good, because if you're going to be walking around, you do need snow pants. No, I'm not I saying know. nobody should prepare. Nobody thinks you're saying that, but I'm saying I'm just bummed out that I didn't get to use any of it, because I yeah. actually did prepare. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, buy a grocery store out of house and home, but like yeah. I had some food and my snow pants, yeah, and my yak tracks from my grandma. I was going to use those to go uh, go on my, my little snow walks. Uh-huh. Nothing. Yep. Right now, every single uh, like thing of snow that was out there is now melted and gone. It's just yeah. it's just raining. Yeah, all it is is raining. Yeah, it's, it's supposed <laughs> to be. There's supposedly a winter storm warning for tonight. I do sure. not believe it, and I don't think anybody believes it at this point anymore. Uh, I think it's just going to turn to rain. So <clears throat> there were some areas, you know, outside. I guess it all depended on where Courtney you were. Courtney says we were almost out of milk, so I sent my husband to the store. He's still pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I can only imagine 45 minutes for some milk. <laughs> oh gosh. Um but yeah, that's that's what went on. So it's just it's still it's it's still really funny. Like everybody here, I think, everybody in the city kind of expected a snow day on Monday. My buddy Nate so he went up to Washougal, which is in Washington, where they did actually get some snow. So not not too far out of here. It just the way the storm worked, we didn't get really much. I mean, I got like two inches at my house, 
and that mostly started melting immediately the mm. next day. Yeah, I, I got like nothing around yeah. my apartment. Yeah, but my buddy was in Washuga where they did get a ton of snow, and he has to work on he had to work on Monday as a teacher. But if the roads are bad, he's out. So he called me like Saturday afternoon. He's like, "Hey, man, we got a ton of snow up here. Just tell me how how bad is it? You think it's gonna think it's gonna close the city down or the roads bad?" And I'm like, "No, bud, man." There's not a single drop on this. Like <laughs> the saddest thing I saw was an ODOT Oregon Department of Transportation truck with these two guys in it and fully chained tires. I wish I would have gotten a picture of it. Um, it's sitting on the side of the road, both just looking like the most bored people on earth. Just staring at their because they were ready to go dig people out and <laughs> yeah. do all their other stuff, and and they were prepared, which is good. But it's just it's just with the chains, with like no. I mean, there was wasn't even wet. I, so the what, this is a pretty bold uh, like assertion from the weather people who have just fucking failed. Like yeah. every single one of them, like we're all calling on this big snow thing. So now they're doubling down. What are they saying? Well, I mean, if you're saying that they're also saying that there's going to be another winter weather advisory. I mean, th- there is one. The National Weather Service <laughs> so issued a, trying, a winter storm. They're like, all right, we're going to get something out of this. Like. <laughs> um, I. This is when I I totally feel like I could become a conspiracy theorist. Oh wait, how? Because it seems like the weather people are in cahoots with like the grocery stores, which are in cahoots with the um, you think with, like, the grocery the tire stores chain did this? people. I'm just saying. I mean, one of our friends, Keelan, just said uh, their grocery store is predicted to do the seventy four thousand, and it was one hundred and eighty thousand. Like, what is going to help increase? Purchases and things more than fear mongering that you're like, going to be trapped. Like every meteorologist got an extra ten grand in their paycheck. Seriously, this week. I mean, if I was a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, I would think that all the meteorologists in town, like they're each paired up with some like big chain grocery store and some tire chain place. Oh yeah, tire chains too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and liquor stores. They and probably did pretty stores. well too. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about that. That's definitely. Definitely something. I mean, if I was a conspiracy theorist, that would make total sense. Look at that. Look at all the money that was just poured into all of these stores everywhere, bought out everything, and now nothing happened. Do you think they'd be that organized to do that? To be like, okay, there's kind of a storm coming. It's going to hit somewhere around here. Let's hype the shit out of this. There is definitely a hype factor. I mean, there is a hype hype factor. And Mm. I'm saying maybe if if someone, you know, looked at whatever... Uh, and I'm not saying this, this is in jest, of course. All you meteorologists seem She's like upstanding in individuals. No, She's you're not. not and um, But you should see like what grocery stores advertise with which stations if you'd like to go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Because like, say, for example, like such and such station is partnered with Safeway. Well, they're probably all partnered together because I'm sure the grocery stores advertise on all of the local stations. Yeah. Which would be so like, you know, the big ones, Safeway and Fred Meyer are, are big grocery stores. Yeah. It's a Winco and Albertsons. Yeah, Win- Winco. Are there still Albertsons around here? I, I don't know. When I is there know. an Albertsons? Beats me. I have no idea. I'm just okay. trying to keep yeah. the conversation going. Yeah, there's, there's Winco. <laughs> I don't know Costco if there's still an Albertsons. Yes. All right, well, we're running down the conspiracy theories here as we're trying I, to I mean, it out. seriously, though, I mean, if the this is just, it's very odd that they convinced everyone to spend hundreds of dollars to be prepared for this, and yet... Nothing happened. All it right. is also the beginning of the year. You know, maybe they're trying to make some money. Sarah bringing the truth out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to lay it down. See through the, you know, through through the fog. That's Sarah's, true. Sarah's giving you the real scoop. Maybe you should start a conspiracy theory show. Because there are other conspiracy theories about believe it. pizzas and about how long you should cook Creating? them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our friend Jessica believes in that, too. That... 
Say again. Say again. What it is? Give Give us your conspiracy theory on pizzas. I believe that not pizzas, but I believe that preheating the, uh, your oven is a conspiracy that uh, appliance companies have. Uh, also, along with like energy companies, to try and get you to spend more money on getting your stove warm, therefore increasing the bottom line. Whereas you can just pop that sucker in. You can't pop it in. Or it's just, a, it needs to be preheated for a reason. If you're heating something that's frozen, you're. You have to you have to heat it up. Just turn the heat up. It higher. has to be hot. No, just and, turn the heat up higher. No, and you don't do. You can't just heat it at double the heat. That's not how that works either. I, Why not? Because that's not how cooking works. It needs time for the heat to soak into the middle of the food to get into the middle of the food, like to slowly bring it up. Then how do you describe a microwave? <sighs> like you can do that super fast. It's fine. It totally makes sense. Yes, yeah, so it is not. That. that is not. Preheating so is a fallacy. There's one of your conspiracies. The grocery stores are working with the weather people to try and panic people to spend all of their money on groceries that they don't need because they're not going to be trapped anywhere. Okay. Well, there we have. That's two mm-hmm. episodes right there of new Sarah's, Sarah's conspiracy theories. What, Jessica believes that too. Yeah. Oh my god. No, because we were oh, talking about cute. it over the Super Bowl, uh, over Super Bowl. Because oh. Lily's like, we need to preheat it, and Jessica's like, I don't believe in that. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that we were both. Jesus. Like you were on my nuts. Team. That you're both nuts. Oh, pish posh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Uh, so there's that. So anyway, so... <laughs> Mr. Dakey, I like the idea of smoke-filled rooms with fat cats talking about their frozen pizza conspiracies. <laughs> Look at these idiots. Let's get them to turn it up twice as long. Twice the money. <laughs> That's like the natural gas guy like, mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Northwest natural. He's like, get that money. <laughs> these dummies. <laughs> Look at these dummies buying our preheating Five minutes conspiracy. extra longer to preheat. I just made another four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Saying preheating sounds like bullshit. Oh boy! Okay. So since it wasn't the snowpocalypse, we did end up going out this weekend. Well, regardless, we were going to go anyway. Yeah, I mean, because who cares? It was. uh, Well, that's why I feel bad about people who have events and things around this. Because even if there's no snow, people get gun shy and they won't leave their houses because they're afraid there will be snow. Well, regardless, people came down on Friday night, and that's. Was awesome because that, was. that is when we went and saw our buddies, the Sklar brothers, Randy and Jason, performing at Helium Comedy Club this last weekend. Um, if you haven't listened to our episode with them, it's the one previous to this one. So just go wherever you found this podcast, <laughs> go back one episode, listen to the Sklar brothers episode. There's one thing from that that I am still that I've been laughing about all weekend, but yes. I don't want to spoil it. I know, I know exactly because so it's the one thing I've been thinking just about. Just trust me, just listen to it. <laughs> um, you'll know after you listen yes. to that episode. I, I can't recommend it now. And it's not because it's because they're so damn funny. Um, but yeah, they were hilarious. So we went down to Helium Comedy Club, watched the show. I went down there with a few friends. Really, such a good performance. Oh, oh yeah! Shout out to Jeremiah Coughlin too. Yeah. Oh, he, he was ended up being awesome. A feature mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Dylan Jenkins. Yes, and Dylan Jenkins. Yes. Yeah, he was funny as well. Mm-hmm. And then afterward, we were like, because yeah, you heard us talk on the show, I believe that we were talking to to Randy and Jason about maybe going karaokeing. Yeah. Well, we did it. Oh, we sure did. We actually tried (laughs) to go to two separate places. So I had actually spoken to a place around here where I noticed that they had karaoke. I'm like, okay, that's like within walking distance of the club. We can do that. The girl was like super nice. And she was like, oh, yeah, just text me when you're on your way. I'll let you know. Of course, afterward, text her, show up. The place is closed. Absolutely heard nothing from her. I'm like, cool, thanks for that. Never coming here. But anyway. Yeah. So we went to our old, which this turned out for the best anyway. Yeah. Because we went and took the Sklars to, of course, 
well, in Southeast Portland, at least, the most loved, I guess, it, is it in Northeast? Because it's, it's on in Sandy. Northeast. Yeah. yeah. On the East Side well, of Portland. it's a popular karaoke place. Yeah. We brought him, or them, to Chopsticks. Yes. Yes. So, so we went there, and uh, this place is, um, it's, there's always different kind of people in there. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird You never know what anybody's yeah. up to that's in there. I mean, they're out for a, could be out for a bachelorette party, could be out uh, before they go do something highly illegal. I don't know. There's, it's, a, it's a mixed, oh, I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. And then there's some like wholesome people that are just wanting to sing their songs. Well, yes, that too. Yeah. I'm saying it's a mixed bag of people. That is, I am right about that, and you know that. Like, <laughs> I'm not judging. You're judging over there. <laughs> I'm not judging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to give it, paint a picture of what this place is like. It's, it's full kind of, of it's colorful characters. And secrets. <laughs> yes. It is. It's dark and you walk in because uh, the new location, Chopsticks, has, uh, it used to be on Burnside. And, and Chopsticks is not a sponsor of the no, show, no. to clarify this. But, so they moved in this other location, which is di- different than their other one because this was an old like gentleman's club. So the layout's yeah. definitely different. So it's like yeah. when you do walk in, it, it's, it's strange, but it's kind of magical and... Randy oh, and Jason were like, "Oh, like I don't think they expected it to be just so like." No, it's it's a it's it's an epitome of a set of a Portland bar. Yeah, like it's great. So so we went there and uh, and yeah, and our buddy Eric was working there as well too, um, <laughs> which was cool because I called ahead just to see if to make sure it was going on. And I'm like, is this Eric? He's like, is this Greg? I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's like, are you and Sarah heading down? I'm like, yep, we're on our way. We have the Star Brothers with us. It's like, all right, see you in a few. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, so got there. And let me tell you, we did some singing. We did a I lot mean, of singing. We did a lot of singing. Yeah. It helped having them there. Oh, totally. Like, we had to because piggyback because there was like the KJ yeah. would be like, oh, well, do you guys want to sing? I mean, if, if the, you know, the brothers are singing, we're like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. I mean, tip well. Like. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we got to glo- we we kind of got to We did get to glo- settle in, yeah, with their uh Absolutely. their ability to skip the line a little bit just because of who they are because they're, you know, they're celebrities coming in there. So, we got to ride along on those coattails a little bit and I'm sing okay with way more than we probably normally would have. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Those two are so awesome to hang out with. They're such good guys. I mean, genuinely friends, you know. And uh it was uh it was hilarious, some of the songs they were singing, and I don't know what we posted or what we didn't post. Yeah, they sang Plush, some ACDC. They sang yeah. at least, like, four times. At least, yeah. Maybe, like, six. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, some together, some solo, some with <laughs> other people. Uh, but, yeah, it, and then Sarah and I both sang as well. But it was uh, it was just so much fun. It was. Yeah. It so. was a strange, wonderful, like, Portland night. Yeah, what a strange evening. Mm-hmm. Like, we go to a, there's a supposed to be a snowpocalypse. Do, yep. We go to a comedy show, a great comedy show at Helium Comedy Club. Huge thank you to Helium, too, because um, they're so awesome. And then we go out with, uh, with the Sklar Brothers to go karaoke until basically close. Actually, too close. No, it was, it was we, we closed. Close. Yeah, yeah, we closed it down. We closed it. <laughs> I think yeah. I sang the very last song. Now that I think about what it. What song did you sing? I sang uh, High Women. Oh, was that the last that one? That was the last song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it was fun. But um, but yeah, so thanks to them. Thanks to all that. And that's it was just such a fun Portland night. It was. You know, it was good to get out. Even though there out. was no snow and everyone was so... I think it was just a little bit... It was fun to have something cool to do because it was kind of a letdown. We're like, oh, there's no... Because we thought when we were going to come out of the show, like it was going to be a winter wonderland. Yeah. And come out and there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. All right. So anyway, that's been our weather talk on Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. (laughs) 
So you're saying maybe there's a chance. But I'm saying there's a conspiracy, Greg. This is something I actually kind of believe in. All right. Well, I'm thinking we may have the makings of a new podcast for you right here. Sarah explains it all. <gasps> like a Clarissa explains it all kind yes, of thing? That's where that I was, was going to go. But, yeah. And you didn't even have Nickelodeon, so I've done no, well teaching you. Is, yeah. I'm aware of the name. Mm-hmm. We need we would need a good name for your conspiracy theory, so. Yes, yeah, Sarah explains it all. Oh, that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there it is. That is, that yeah. is it. Thank right. you. Yep. On the latest episode of Sarah Explains Keelan it says it would have been much more adventurous to take him to this other place that we go to. Like, that was recommended for them. There was a brief like, no. like, nah. Like, we are not bringing them there. <laughs> we are Last time I went to that place, uh, what he's referencing to, uh, the KJ was just as rude as you could possibly be. He was be. a jerk. Yeah. yeah, a real jerk. So, I didn't want to deal with that. Real jerk burger. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to Sarah Explains It All. Welcome to Sarah Explains It All. Today I'm going to be talking about the strange connection I'm noticing between local meteorologists <laughs> and local grocery stores during a time of crisis. Hi, I'm you- Sarah X. Let's dive in. It's all going to be random things that you notice when you're walking around. Like, oh, yeah. Ooh, this, these, these two don't, this shouldn't go together. Mm-hmm. Or this makes sense. Like, what are some other ones? What are some other things that you Well, when I was about? walking this morning, because of course, still sans car, I did see... Well, I don't. I don't know if this is so much a conspiracy, just a note, um, something I noticed. So as I was walking down Hawthorne, Hawthorne Boulevard here in Portland, there are these signs. There, at least I saw at least like eight of them, and some guy, some angry guy, had uh, like a, a spiral ring notebook, and he's taken these pieces of paper and has stuck them on random things. And I kept seeing what? all these wonky pieces of paper. Everywhere. I'm like, they're what just are blank those? pieces of paper. No. So I couldn't see, and as I got closer, I'm like, oh, so it's this guy, and it's just these, everyone's slightly different, but it's about a woman named, like, Terry something, and it's like, Terry so-and-so is a crack whore, and I hate her, and she gave me scabies. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes. How did you not talk about this I already? I meant to take a picture of it, because I was so cold when I was walking. I'm like, all right, I'll take Terry's it. a crack whore that gave him scabies? Yeah, and don't, she's like a needle, uh, what, what was it, a needle, needle hooker or something. So this guy, you saw him putting them up? No, no, but I saw them everywhere. And they're like all like plastered, like, like I don't know how they're notebook stuck. paper. He wrote so, like He had a notebook and he's like, writing it down. It was a notebook, but then there's also highlighter over her name. Pink oh highlighter. Oh my gosh, Sarah, you need to do a pictorial of this. Like, get this up. Okay, I remember where the clearest one. I, I can ride my bike up there. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, that takes a special, And special everyone person. was different. And then as I'm walking, it's like, follow the yellow brick road and follow like the, the crackhead brick road. Then there's another one. It's like Terry is, uh, yeah, is like a, a needle whore and something about. But instead of spelling, spelling scabies wrong, they spell it scabbies. And then scabbies is like totally highlighted with this pink highlighter. Game of scabbies. <laughs> Terry, give me scabbies. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, these are just random things that I see walking down. I'm like, oh, all right, well, that's a thing. I almost took a picture. I just want to know what else he doesn't like about Terry. Like, I wanted to go from, They were just peppered. They were on, like... I want to go from, like, scabies and stuff to, like, ordinary things. Like, Terry left my freezer open and my frozen (laughs) pizza got spoiled. (laughs) Bitch. He did not like Terry. (laughs) Terry. (laughs) Oh, okay. I want to find out more about this. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Rick says, Terry the crack whore gave me scabies. Sounds like a dead milkman song. (laughs) That's accurate. (laughs) All right. 
All right, I'll take a picture of that later if it's okay. still up there. Because there were you. there were some <clears throat> on walls and poles, but there are also a bunch of them on the ground. What were they stuck with? I don't know. I don't know if he just kind of like. I wanted to be like a glue gun. Yeah, like or a I don't glue know. stick, and he's like gluing it on the back, and then. Or like some sort of I don't know, like homemade like flour paste thing. Isn't that what you used to do to like? Oh, that could work too. Up? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, in you Oregon, know what I'm gonna do today. <laughs> well, an Oregon Wildlife Center is now offering a fresh twist on Valentine's Day stuff by allowing patrons to name one of their salmon after their exes and have it fed to a bear. This guy should totally do that about Terry. She's like, Terry, I put your name on a fish. <laughs> you needle whore. <laughs> There's a bear that's going to eat you, Terry. So you can feed the fish to the bear. Yes, this is just okay. a thing. But it is also, the good thing about this is, is that the money does go to charity to like help. So this is for the Wild Hive, uh, Wildlife Images Rehabilitation Center in Oregon. So the money actually goes to help you know rehabilitate, rehabilitate animals and get yeah. them back into the web. Sounds good. Um, so it's a catch and release program. So they wrote about this and let our thousand pound brown brown bears. Ooh, brown. Those are the scary ones, right? Yeah. Brown bears. Well, black bears can be scary too, but yeah, they're, they're the scary ones. Tear into your ex. And then it has some puns. Are you ready for some for some romance bear or fish puns? I don't know. Did you fall hook, line, and sinker for someone who broke your heart? The two bears, their names are Cody and Yak. Are they Cody Yak? Brown bears? <laughs> sure. Okay. Would love to help you Those get your big. revenge. That's the biggest bear. In exchange for a $20 donation, your ex's name will be, I don't know if they're writing it on it or just saying, like, this is George or whatever. Your ex's name will be on a salmon and served up for dinner. We'll provide you with a special certificate and photos of Cody and Yak destroying your salmon. That sounds kind of gross. And um, This is you, Terry. <laughs> this is what you did to my heart. So, yes, if you'd like to um, find this out, it's the Wildlife Images Rehabilitation Center in Oregon, and it's called their Catch and Release Program. You know there's somebody out there with Valentine's Day coming up, because you know you have that the name the cockroach thing. There's so many. There's, like, snakes. or I think there was another one. I can't remember. Well, someone. There's some guy, and it's a guy. I really it's always think a it's, guy. I don't. I mean, I suppose sometimes women may be in this, these kinds of things, mm. but I really feel strongly it's a guy. Went out and has bought every single one of these things. Name them all like Kelly. Yeah, or what? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that's good. Did it that for means every that single one. Yeah. Like as soon as he finds out about one, he's like, another one. Anyway, so that's that's all. all. I just right. think about that sometimes. Like, there's cal- somebody out there. Okay. A California man says that a Babe Ruth baseball card he bought for $2 from a collectible store could actually turn out to be worth multiple millions of dollars. Who's just selling a Babe Ruth? a Babe Ruth card for $2. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Unless you... I mean, I don't know. That so this guy's name real. is Dale Ball of Visalia. Visalia, California, said he spotted the card with an $8 price tag at an action sports and coin in Sparks, Nevada, and ended up uh, paying only $2 because the store was having a sale that day. He said the owner did not appear to realize the card might be an authentic Shotwell W575-1 Babe Ruth card, an ultra-rare collectible. And and where was this at that he bought it? At 
Action Sports and Coin in Sparks, Nevada. Like worst owner ever of yeah. a sports memorabilia <laughs> company, and you can't identify that it's a Babe Ruth. So this one's a, a specific kind of card. So a Shotwell W five seventy five one Babe Ruth card, which is an ultra rare collectible with only two known surviving copies. Oh my gosh! Uh, he said. Uh, so he said he asked the. Owner, so this guy asked the owner, "Why is it only eight dollars?" And the shop owner said, "I can't find it anywhere in the magazine, so I think it's fake." Which is because it was I so ultra rare. You don't take your time to like figure that out. Yeah, so he said that he took it That's to an crazy. antiques expert in Beverly Hills who shared his opinion that the item is genuine and, in fact, worth millions of dollars. Um, so he said he's willing to sell the card, but for not uh, not for less than $2 million. No, what, Some people I mean, just stumble into shit like that. Yeah. I know. Wow. All right, this is a wormhole that I fell down, a rabbit hole. I fell down. I know that you've probably seen this because you get up like 17 hours earlier than I do. Yeah. But did you see this thing about the Fox News host who's uh, bragging that he hasn't washed his hands in 10 years? <laughs> yes, I have not this read is, the story, but I did see the headline. This is an actual thing. Now, you know, we don't like to be political, but stupid is stupid, and this is stupid. So this guy's name is, um, I'm not familiar with him, Pete Hegseth. Okay. He's a Fox News host. He has, in fact, confessed on air that he has not washed his hands for 10 years because, quote, germs are not a real thing. Of course, he's trying to backpedal now, but this is what he said initially. He's like, oh, no, I'm sure I've washed the heat. No. Speaking on Fox and Friends, Hegseth said that the infectious microorganisms, in fact, did not exist because he could not see them with the naked eye. No. His confession came after his co-host made fun of him for eating leftover pizza. Um, so his comments were met with both support and concern on social media. Uh, Centers for Disease Control Prevention say that, of course, regular hand washing is one of the best ways to remove germs, yeah. avoid getting sick, and prevent the spread of germs to others. Yep. Bacteria that can be spread by unwashed hands include really salmonella don't need to and be an E. coli. To know that. Um, but he's. He knows more than scientists. This is somebody. This is where we're at in the state of our world. Is that people are going on on television and bragging about not washing your hands for ten years? Oh, people! This is going to bring me back to what I was going to talk about at the beginning too. About what? We'll wait till the end, though. Okay. And finally, the story reminded me of you. Headline reads, Man claims extraterrestrials are to blame in a Highway 18 rollover accident that destroyed his truck. Well, On Wednesday, February 6th, a solo vehicle accident occurred on Highway 18 above Red Rock Wall. So a white Ford E350 van, uh, for unknown reasons, overturned on Highway 18, landing on its side, uh, crossing into oncoming traffic. It was okay. Nobody hit him. The van was traveling upbound toward Rim Forest. Now, according to transcripts of the original 911 call, the driver adamantly stated that, no, 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 it wasn't his fault. But in fact, his van was flipped over by aliens. Wow. Additionally... Uh, according, according to the transcripts, the male driver became confrontational with bystanders and officers, then stated that he did not want law enforcement on the scene. He needed to find the aliens, and he demanded a tow truck. The van, lay, um, the van lying on its side was not a traffic hazard as it was out of the roadway and not blocking lanes. Uh, the man was not transported for his injuries and claims um, 
and his claims of an alien intervention during the traffic accident are actually under investigation by California Highway Patrol. The man was not able to describe the aliens or what they were doing, but he said that they were, in fact, indeed the cause of his accident. So some kind of... uh, The aliens came and flipped his truck, Greg. I could not have been more clear. A meddling alien. Oh, like a meddling time traveler. Mm -hmm. Some meddling alien. He comes down there. He comes all the way across the universe to get here, looking for new life, looking to, you know, reach out to other civilizations. This is an ancient civilization. They made it all the way here. And he gets here, and he's like, watch this. Flip. (laughs) And then takes off. There's a little laser flipper. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Bastard. They're flipping stuff over. Just flipping cars over, especially this guy. Probably the same one that took the snow away. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, you know, with their alien powers, they can probably blow the air the other way to keep the snow from coming down here. Is that your conspiracy? Wait, they can blow the snow away? Is that what people think? Are you following me? No, no. Is that what people think, that the aliens can stop it from snowing? Well, if you think that the alien can flip over the car, (laughs) Dale's car or whatever... I mean, I think, yeah, that's probably it. I'm just saying it's an alien that came all this way not to help out life. Like, what if it's not the best and brightest aliens, you know? Kind of, well, kind of, that's kind of like that SNL thing, but, um, you know. It, <laughs> they're, they're, the just, test, they're the test pilots. Right, they're just sending him out here, and he's just a prick. Like, the alien, like, they're like, uh, whatever, just send Steve over to that galaxy. All right, fine, guys, I'm going to find something to do. And then he gets over here, and he's like, bloop. Yeah, because they probably don't send their... It's like their, messing with things. They probably don't send their best and brightest in the, yeah. the first round. Do you think? I'm just saying. It's like a test run. Yeah. Maybe that's the alien that we have here, and he's being a little prick. You know, stirring stuff up again. Oh, boy. Yep. All right, well, there you have it, Greg and the angry aliens. Yeah. That's your world of crazy. Uh, anyway, what it's coming back to at the beginning of the show, we were talking about how everybody's rushing on the, you know, to the grocery stores and all of that, mm-hmm. saying that was a good dry run. For some kind of you know madness to go on, sure. Like, if, like not, I'm not like saying like zombie apocalypse, but we do have we do have a lot of measles here now. Um, That's you true. Know, we're riddled with measles. Yeah, measles we're riddled here. with measles. We yeah. are gr- we are the unwashed fox hands of the U.S. right now. Greg, that is the best euphemism I think I've ever heard you say. Well, that's what we are. I'm telling you. That's what the Northwest is. We, we deserve that. Hands of- <laughs> when it comes to the vaccine thing, yeah, we deserve that reputation right now. Yeah. For how many anti-vaccine people there are here. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. If you're listening to this show, I'm, I'm not. I believe you should vaccinate people. I absolutely agree. I believe you. in science. Yes. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So if something does go down here, you know, there's going to be the rushing rush to the, to the stores. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'd be prepared, although I discovered something about myself this weekend. That you wash your hands, right? I do wash my hands. Okay. Um, I just realized, though, that my... Because I have my food storage in the basement. I have my emergency kit. Mm-hmm. It's a little outdated. I probably couldn't eat that food. I got to replace it. Oh. Uh, so if had it happened this weekend, I would have been in a little bit of trouble. Oh, man. You would have been, like, gnawing your arm off and everything. Probably. I mean, real dire straits. I'd probably go to cannibalism pretty quick. I, mean, I figured you'd flip really quick. You seem like you get a little ah! crazy. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't go to cannibalism, but... <sighs> I would go to hermit status really quick. Like, don't trust any of them. Mm-hmm. I have an imaginary friend I would talk to. I would go that route. I would just eat, like, lots of bread and butter. I have some bread and butter and water. Mm-hmm. I'm good. You're going to survive on that. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, 
We really need to get your conspiracy theory up. Uh, Keelan says, I love how Greg assumes aliens would show up and act like him. <laughs> that is a fair point. <laughs> oh, Greg. Uh, <coughs> just, just like the, the, the idea of an alien who's just a jerk. <laughs> like, not me. But you know his name has Nobody to be, gets hurt. His name isn't Steve, though. His name has to be Todd. Todd. Todd the mean alien. Todd the alien. Yeah. Or Chad. Chad's a good name. Yeah. Yep. Chad the alien. Yeah. Chad comes and just fucks with everybody. Yeah. Just a prick. <laughs> <laughs> that seems about right. I'm going to beam up all this guy's socks. Well, you know, if I knew that um, that there was some him. sort of crazy apocalypse going, I wouldn't be running to the grocery store. I'd be going to Next Adventure. Next adventure. That's a good point, sir. Yeah, because you know what? You can you could probably get all sorts of um, different like supplies that you can eat. Yep. And they're not going to be strewn all about the grocery store. You can get warm clothes. You can get survival things. Yeah. No, it is. It would be a great place to go. You mm. go stock up there. You can get, um, ooh, you could get uh, like a raft, too, from the, from the Paddle Sports Center. And then that way you could get that. And then you could go on the river. And you have all your supplies. Yeah. It'd be a great place to do it. I think so. Or just to pick up normal things. Normal things, because Next Adventure is just awesome. It has everything. It really does. Yeah. So nextadventure.com. What are the fine sponsors of Unemployment Radio? Uh, nextadventure.net. Nextadventure.net. Mm-hmm. One of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. Uh, we have a birthday that we need to get to. Uh, we're going to blame the snowpocalypse for um, why we were late, but we need to say... Don't, don't say we. Don't lump me in. I always remember birthdays. We need to say happy birthday to Dustin. Dustin! It's Dustin's birthday, and Dustin, I want to say happy birthday so much, sir. Sorry about your flat tire. Oh, man. Well, happiest of birthdays, Dustin. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. You were kind of singing that at a higher octave this time. Yeah. It's like you were harmonizing with Elvis. I was trying to harmonize with yeah. Elvis. A lot of people impressive. say that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say I'm the Elvis of podcasting. So I've heard before. Are Send you us dead? an email, fundamentalradio oh at gmail.com. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Mm-hmm. Hit subscribe. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, hit that subscribe button. And we get every episode when it's downloaded. And share the show. If you liked our episode with the Sklar Brothers, share it. Tell a friend, please. And you know, you can tag them in it, tag us in it. Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be great. Actually, it goes a long ways when you when you share the show and tell uh, somebody else about it. How you doing over there, champ? <laughs> if you can't see the video, Greg looks kind of crazy right now. Yeah. Right. Looking ready to survive the yep. great snowstorm that's coming tonight. Best of luck, everyone out there. I need to replace my food. You always have to eat the spoiled, expired stuff. Mm-hmm. Just keep on trucking along. Yep. Oh, best of luck to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in and once again because you're great. And we'll be back tomorrow. We will. We will indeed. Yes. Be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Radio? Oh, wait, real quick. Nope, we're not done. 
Speaking of Todd the Alien, we have a very special exclusive right now if you are a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, which means you get to listen live, which means one of the fine shows on our network is the Mark and Todd cast. And we have awesome. an episode that we are going to play for you right now. And it doesn't it's not downloadable or available publicly until Tomorrow, Ooh. you get the exclusive. Well, so we get an exclusive listen. This is great. You know what I'm saying? We're getting exclusive. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Hit subscribe for that uh, for that offer. And right now, we're going to play it for you. The Mark and Todd cast titled "Anticipation." Awesome. With a special guest host, co-host, since Mark is out traveling around, the Unipiper. Ah, oh, I love it. It's going to happen right now on Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. <laughs> 